Hello, Cryptonauts! Today is September 6, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats, as well as crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app, or if you just want to chit chat, you can reach out to me on Discord, or you can uh, chat with me on the Anchor platform. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 coins by market cap, starting off with Bitcoin, settling at 10000 $108.92 down by 1%. Second place, we have Ethereum settling at $342.58 with a 1.6% loss. Third place, we have USDT Tether settling at $0.99 cents for a 0.2% loss. Fourth place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.23 cents for a 1.3% loss. Fifth place, Chainlink settling at $12.29 for a 4.6% gain. Sixth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $223.91 for a 2.6% loss. Seventh place, Polkadot settling at $4.39 for a 1.8% loss. Eighth place, we have Binance Coin settling at $21.96 for a 0.6% gain. Ninth place, Litecoin settling at $47.06 for a 2.9% loss. Tenth place, Bitcoin SV settling at $165.14 for a 1.2% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats by market capitalization. Your overall total market cap is at $328.9 billion, down by 0.9%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, as another reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect the daily candies. With that said, first news written by Robert Stevens. Sushi price doubles after creators shift controls to FTX CEO. Hmm. Chef Nomi, the pseudonymous creator of the Uniswap-like DeFi protocol, today transferred his control to the CEO of crypto exchange FTX Sam Bankman Fried. Nomi had angered the SushiSwap community by withdrawing $13 million from Sushi's liquidity pool on decentralized exchange Uniswap. The community, as well as the general manager of SushiSwap, 0x Makai, turned on him and alleged that he had pulled an exit scam, something Nomi denied. Then Nomi went to sleep. Oh no! <laughs> you can't be sleeping on $13 million, Nomi. Nuh-uh. Finally awake and forced to confront the mountain outrage, Nomi gave the adamant keys to Bankman Fried, who two hours prior had tweeted, Nomi sucks and hurts the community, and if Nomi doesn't step down, it's over for sushi. Bankman Fried thanked Nomi for giving him the keys and laid out his plans for sushi swap. He said he will devolve power to the community once more by transferring control to a multi-sig address controlled by leaders elected by the community. After that, Sushi shall be back in the community's hands, he tweeted. <clears throat> After he took $13 million, 
Nomi said in a tweet after transferring control, I hope Sushi Swap does well without me. Again? Dude, this guy's he that's basically an, an exit scam. He took 13 million dollars. Like, all right, cool. Transferring control, you guys handle it. I already got my money. Bye. He's, he's bouncing. <clears throat> Uh, again, I did not intend to do any harm. I'm sorry if my decisions did not follow what you expected, uh, but I but I want to stress again, and I did not intend to scam anyone. No LPs are lost whatsoever. I kept all my promises. <laughs> the token price of sushi spiked after the announcement from $1.24 to highs of $3 per metric site coin market cap, but many still harbor ill against Chef Nomi and wonder whether he will return the $12 million he withdrew from Uniswap. Yeah, right. He won't be doing that anytime soon. Andre Kronji, founder of YEARN, a major DeFi protocol, tweeted, Are you leaving the project? If so, are you giving the de- are you giving the dev funds back? All you did so far was hand over a token that was built off the Uniswap protocol. Weren't the funds meant to further develop? Aren't you that developer? Mm. Oh, that's it? That was- I wanted some more news on that. Come on. It ends right there. Oh, man. All right. I guess so. Next news is written by Decrypt staff. Who wrote that, man? They should have. I need a part two on this. Who wrote this? Robert Stevens. Okay, I need a part two, Robert Stevens. Give me a Robert two follow-up on, on Chef Nomi. All right, next news is written by Decrypt staff. Ethereum rebounds as Bitcoin holds steady. The price of Ethereum, the second largest cryptocurrency by market cap, has made a brief recovery after a terrible week. It had been hammered all week falling from its two-year high of $487 on Wednesday to $316 on Saturday evening. That's a decline of 35% in just three days. The market fared a little better today. Its price rose to $356, an increase of 12%. It's still a great distance away from its peak of $487 earlier this week, but traders may feel lucky to have not lost far more. Speculators may only err speculate about why $316 was Ethereum's price floor. Perhaps it had something to do with SushiSwap, the decentralized finance project that has stoked fear in the DeFi community after its leader, Chef Nomi, dumped all his tokens on the market today. Nomi made off with about $14 million, but roughly $1 billion still runs through SushiSwap's protocol, and the whole thing is an experiment in decentralized finance. If SushiSwap collapsed, it would cast doubt on a highly experimental space into which investors have poured $8 billion in the past three months. Nomi later handed over control of the contracts to the CEO of FTX, Sam Bankman Fried, who promised to devolve power to the community. The price of a sushi doubled in price shortly after. About the same time that price of ETH rose, Bitcoin holds steady. Alongside ETH's rebounds, Bitcoin price held firm. The price of Bitcoin, the largest cryptocurrency by market cap, increased just 0.64% today to its current price of $10,276. That is a relatively minor price bump, but it's significant for its quiescence. Bitcoin fell from $12,369 earlier this week. It's yearly high to just under $10,000. In crypto, investors can, in crypto, investors consider Bitcoin's $10,000 price point to be a benchmark for the entire industry. Since Bitcoin is the largest cryptocurrency with market cap and has a huge influence on the whole market. 
If Bitcoin's price is above $10,000, all's okay. If it's below $10,000, time to panic. Maybe the extra zero is soothing. That Bitcoin is now firmly back above $10,000. Mark, Mark may quell anxieties within the crypto community that its bull run is about to end. I don't think it's gonna end. Mm-mm. I think we're just we're just grinding. The, we're just getting started. We're we're turning the engine. That's that's my car sounds. Get that car started. Next news, written by Decrypt Staff. Ether, the wheels haven't even turned. I mean, we're we're trying to get the we're trying to get the wheels going. It's not a broken car, man. I shouldn't even do that. It sounds like a broken old like old old busted up car. Man, you gotta change that starter. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll we'll get it going. Next news, written by Decrypt Staff. Ethereum's transactions fees fall by 58%, but they're still expensive. If there's one good thing that came out of this week's Ethereum price crash, aside from its rebound today, it's that Ethereum's transaction fees plummeted. On Wednesday, the average transaction fee on the Ethereum hit 14.5 dollars. Oh yeah, 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 $14.50 per data from BitInfo charts. That's the highest average cost of an Ethereum transaction since 2018. Wow. But then the price of Ethereum, the second largest cryptocurrency by market cap, crashed from $487 on Wednesday to $390 on Friday, a decline of 20%, along tumbled its average transaction fee, which collapsed to $6.10 on Friday. Why did they do that, 6.1? It's six dollars and ten cents. Just add that extra zero in there. You, you, you confuse me. On Friday, a drop of fifty-eight percent. Note that Ethereum's crash doesn't quite coincide with the transaction fee. The price of Ethereum continued to fall to three hundred seventeen dollars today, nineteen percent lower than its Friday ebb. But the average cost of an Ethereum transaction increased slightly to seven seven point six dollars. Seven dollars and sixty cents yesterday. Just do that, man. Uh, who wrote this again? Decrypt staff. Ooh, decrypt staff. Uh-huh. And the news that the fees have fallen isn't great, even if the rest of the week were counted as an out, out, outlier. Yesterday, average Ethereum transaction fee $7.60 would, would still be its highest since 2018. In part, these super high transaction fees are due to the increased activity on Ethereum. Interest in the coin has grown since the summer's rise of DeFi or decentralized finance, non-custodial finance services like loans, synthetic stocks, and decentralized exchanges. Investors have poured $8 billion into the smart contracts since June. Pretty much all the major DeFi protocols these days lives on Ethereum, hence the increased activity. But these transaction fees are also incredibly high because Ethereum is fit to burst. Network utilization hovers around 96%, should it get much higher, the network will clog up and become unusable. Ooh, that is scary. That's really scary. Scaling solutions in the works and Ethereum 2.0 in upgrade to the blockchain that will vastly increase its capacity is due to go out later this year. That's scary, man. I, I mean, <sighs> bottlenecking, huh? Bottleneck, bottlenecking the uh, the blocks. You're just gonna, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of transactions that are not gonna be able to go through, and if transactions don't go through on the block because the blocks are tapped out. And this happened actually on Bitcoin uh, early, early on. It's not happening right now, but early on when the block size wasn't as large, there wasn't, I I guess, 
SegWit wasn't implemented. Uh, what was another one? There was a couple protocols that, that upgraded um, SegWit. No, it was SegWit. And there was another one. There was another protocol. I forgot the name of it. But there was a lot of data that was clogging up the, the, the Bitcoin blocks. And a lot of transactions, because of that, because the blocks were all filled, all the incoming uh, transactions that were trying to get through never got through. And what that ended up doing was that since big money was trying to come into the market, Bitcoin blocks didn't accept these transactions. And a lot of that money got lost. We lost a lot of money early on that could have been put onto the Bitcoin blockchain. But it is what it is. And now this is going to happen to the Ethereum platform. And actually, it did happen with CryptoKitties. When CryptoKitties came out, the first NFT, not, I don't know if it was the first NFT, but it was in the largest NFT still to date. CryptoKitties is still pretty popular from what I hear. I, I don't play it. I've never played CryptoKitties. I didn't, I didn't really. I play other other game, other blockchain games, but CryptoKitties is just not my thing. Anyways. Next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Researchers find new ways for criminals to launder money using Bitcoin. Researchers at the Blockchain Research Lab in Hamburg have outlined... (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Alright, let's try that again. Researchers at the Blockchain Research Lab in Hamburg have outlined a new way to launder, launder money on the blockchain, exclusive mining. Here's how exclusive mining works according to the paper by Dr. Elias Strachley of the Blockchain Research Lab and Lennart Ant of the University of Hamburg published on Friday. Someone places a transaction through a private channel and gives a single miner or mining pool the exclusive right to confirm that transaction and earn cryptocurrency as a reward. These are added to the blockchain, just like regular transactions. This is the difference from what usually happens. If someone makes a Bitcoin transfer, everyone on the network can take a shot at mining it to earn a reward of Bitcoin. Strechli. I don't know if that H. Maybe maybe it's silent. Strelly. Strelly. Yeah. That sounds better. Strelly told Decrypt that he is not the first to come up with this concept, but that his research is the first time it has been described in an academic paper. How could exclusive mining be used by criminals? So how can the technology, as the paper mentioned, be used for camouflaging wealth transfer as transaction costs to evade taxes or launder money? Imagine that you're a darknet drug baron and you need to launder your millions of Bitcoin. You send some Bitcoin to an exclusive miner that you control and get that miner to charge an absurdly high transaction fee. Then the exclusive miner takes the Bitcoin they've received as a reward for processing this expensive transaction to cryptocurrency exchange and swaps it for fiat currency. It looks legitimate since it's income earned from Bitcoin mining. Then the exclusive miner gives the fiat currency to the mafia boss and the money trail disappears what the researchers say that exclusive mining is pretty difficult to detect and can't easily be solved it is here to stay 
But it is, that's interesting. I, I never thought about that. I never thought about that. That's interesting. Though I've never seen it done, but that's interesting. But it's, but it is likely to be used by money launderers. But is it likely to be used by money launderers? I have not come across Rich Sanders, CEO of Blockchain Investigations firm Cypher Blade Tool Decrypt. I have not come across. Okay. I've come across mining services as a laundry methodology. I forget it. Methodology. But it's but it is far less technically complex. It's more like a deposit to mining pool, nice hash, which from a functional perspective will be equivalent to a deposit at an exchanger. Trading one coin for another for chain hopping. He said adding that it's an interesting technique, but one more likely to be employed by sophisticated users. This isn't going to be a root, say, a divorcee is going to use, at least not now. It's a way too technical, so unless someone makes a turnkey solution, I doubt we'll see it, see much of it. Interesting. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure somebody's going to make a turnkey around that. Legitimate uses for exclusive mining. There are other legitimate uses for exclusive mining, said Strahli. It opened up a whole new market for private mining. Imagine if you paid a miner a flat fee to process your transactions to get around volatile mining costs or to ensure that none of your miners go rogue and try to mess with the blockchain. Oops. My gut feeling is that this will become more and more important as the block rewards go down on Bitcoin and Ethereum and miners will increasingly have to find other ways of securing the income, said Strachley. Yeah, Strelly. Becoming the exclusive miner of an, an exchange could be good for business. That is interesting. So, in other words, I guess one way would be, you know, uh, have a, uh, what is it, a nice, nice hash? Yeah, a nice hash account. Say, for example, I, okay, so I can create a nice hash account and then my illegal drug bitcoins, I can buy my own miner like if i if i'm a big you know warehouse miner say hey uh i need so many hashes or so many um giga hashes per second whatever however the contracts work out on there and i'm willing to pay you so much money well i'm just literally just gonna pay myself that it's like you're on there i will pay you for whatever you got and i'll pay you interest and i just it's literally going back into my wallet it's a legitimate clean bitcoin that's interesting that's real, real interesting. Hmm. Or I could be my own miner, straight up, not using uh, nice hash because I'm sure they're charging a fee to use their platform. Just be, just go on, uh, I don't know, eBay or Craigslist or whatever other platforms are. I'll just even make my own website. Say, so, hey man, I'm a legitimate cryptocurrency miner, and if you're interested in mining into your wallet. And you can uh, reach out to me. I can just use my use my website. That's interesting. And just pay myself. It's like, hey, you got that? I'm interested in that. And I got some bitcoins. Here you go. My name is, you know, Chef Zizi or something. <laughs> Anyways, next news. <laughs> That's our last news of the day, Cryptonauts. Our last news of the day. I, I intentionally del- uh, read every single word on on each of those articles because we only had four articles. I think this is the shortest amount of 
of news articles in a day that I've ever seen so far that I've been doing this. And I've been doing this since the Bitcoin happened. Just in case you wanted to know, I've been creating a, 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 a podcast episode for each and every day since the Bitcoin happened. Because to me, that was a big iconic day. Uh, there was a it, when I, when it, when it was going down. I remember the Bitcoin having pretty pretty well, and I remember that there was a, the general population didn't really care about the Bitcoin having. Big investors didn't care about the Bitcoin having. It was more the nerdy folks, the nerdy peoples, you know, the true big uh, uh, Bitcoiners, the true cryptonauts, you know. Those are the ones that were just geeking out. It was like, it's a small, true community that was just all about the Bitcoin app. I was, I was, I literally waited years for that. You know, since the previous Bitcoin happening, I was waiting for the 2020 Bitcoin happening. But when it came through, I was like, it was like a New Year's to me. I was like, whoop whoop. I was actually at work when it happened. I, I told my boss, I, I, I gotta step out. I gotta, I have to watch. Literally, I opened up the Bitcoin Block Explorer, and I was literally watching that block going through. And I remember there was, all within that second, I think there was like three three blocks that just spit out right then and there. I think miners must have turned back on, and everybody was trying to mine that particular block. They wanted to be iconic. You got to check it out. It was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. If you can go back in time, maybe check out um, the 2020 Bitcoin having to see how people's reactions were going on through the Bitcoin um Community. It was it was nice, man. That's something that stays in my heart. I will never forget that. So with that said, cryptonauts, if you look for a way to convert your fiat into crypto, I have two referral links, one being Coinbase, one being Gemini. And I use those because they're very easy to use. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to to uh, to do that. Just get verified, you know, AML, KYC, connect your bank account. Once that's all done, then you can buy whatever cryptos that, that are available on the on those platforms. Now you have your, your cryptos, but I don't recommend to stop in there because now you're worried: is the Bitcoin price gonna or is the crypto price gonna go up? Is the crypto price gonna go down? Don't stress about that. I'm I'm a pro hodler. I highly recommend that you practice that. Don't do any kind of trading because, from my personal experience, if you want to give it a try and you're really good at it, awesome. From my personal experience, I lost a lot of money that way trying to day trade cryptos it's very tough very 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 tough you know be careful you're gonna lose a lot of money or you make a lot of money i've always lost a lot of money so what i ended up doing was earning compounded interest on my crypto and i'm happy that i earn it every single week crypto on crypto and that is on the celsius network which i also have another referral link for that down below check that out i highly recommend it my cryptos just stay there i don't have to stress about it you know uh, just every single week i wake up i do my little crypto dance and <laughs> that's that so with that said crypto knots i'll catch you all on the next one uh hey reach out to me on discord i like when folks come out and chit chat with me uh it's pretty cool pretty cool i like meeting people all around the world with that said crypto knots i'll catch you all next time adios